This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. Buckets brought to you by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. My name is Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network. This is your Tuesday, November 28th, best bets episode in the National Basketball Association. We'll give you best bets. We'll talk about the end season tournament, continued on from our conversation. If you haven't caught it, make sure to check out Monday's episode. We broke down all the scenarios, have some tasty futures in there as well. We'll talk about the implications of those a little bit more tonight on the show everything we talk about tonight can be found in the award-winning action network app best way for you to track your picks you can track line movements make sure that you're getting the best of the number maybe get out of things if the market moves against you etc so make sure you keep those uh in mind and take check those out in the action network app also check out our youtube page go to youtube.com slash the action network the action network and you're gonna find all sorts of great stuff on there i promise uh, if you like betting you're gonna want to just turn it on and just stream our stuff while you're working, while you're going through your day. You're going to love it. Just get, go to youtube.com slash The Action Network. On tonight's show for Best Bats, I got Andrew O'Connor Watts. You can find him on Twitter and in the Action Network app. It's AOWATTS13, A-O-W-A-T-T-S-13. And joining me as always, Jay Money. You can find him on Twitter and in the Action Network app at jmoneyismoney. All right, uh, guys, let's get right down to it. Jay Money, what's your best bet for the Tuesday slate? On the Houston Rockets, plus five and a half. Okay, that sounds like a pretty good bet. I'm sure that we'll have all sorts of different bets. Like, there's all so many sorts of bets on the board. Andrew, what's your best bet for Tuesday? Yeah, it sounds like a great bet. Houston Rockets, plus five and a half. Uh, I also am on Houston Rockets, plus five and a half. Fuck. Practically mush. Um, Yeah, (laughs) everybody's going to be on this, and we'll get into why. Uh, I will also mention a few others that I've got. I've got Hawks plus five versus the Cavs. Uh, I have Bucks heat over 226, but that's dependent on an injury spot. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, we'll talk about a few of the other games as the scenarios play out. Um, all right, Jay. So you kind of mentioned that the tournament, you know what you mentioned, you were before the show, you were like, the tournament games have been a little bit, a little hard for me. I'm not surprised because so much of your cap is based off of like this one individual spot versus this team. And instead, like all of these tournament games are a little bit heightened, right? It's not a regular season game. It's not a playoff game. It's somewhere in the middle and there's no like personal animus. You're not like, Ooh, I've got a rivalry with this. That's not how it's fucking working, but teams are playing a little bit up and that motivational swing is a little bit different than it is in the regular season. That said, why do you like Houston here as a dog versus the Dallas Mavericks? 
Yeah, well, first off, the tournament games have been super funky to me. I mean, we've seen all type of funky end results as well. I know a, a game versus the Kings and uh, Spurs, it was it, the spread was eight and a half, and it, it was on seven, and then the Kings get a late bucket to go to nine. So it's just funky things like that where teams are obviously trying to win by as much. But I have done well with the games right after the tournament games. But However, I am going with the Rockets in this one. I know they hadn't played their best basketball on the road, but this team is 10-0-1 against the spread in their last 11 games. Um, they, I mean, this has to be the best uh, ATS team so far in the NBA this season. I think they match up well versus the Mavs as well. Um, obviously, the, the Mavs are coming off two straight road games back at the house. They've literally been traveling all over the place. And it's an absolute must-win game for the Rockets if they want to uh, get in the tournament, which I think they're very motivated to to do as well. So um, this is a spot that I'll take a team with. Uh, I'll take the points with the team that I think the wins, uh, wins straight up. I could take the money line, but if you're going to give me some cushion there, I'm always going to take the uh, – I'm always going to take the points you're going to give it to me. Uh, the two best teams in the league against the spread, by the way, are the Orlando Magic at 14 and three, and then the Brooklyn Nets at 12 and three. But the Rockets, however, are 10, three, and one against the spread, and they are third best in the league this season. Uh, all right, that's Jay's cap on it. Andrew, why do you like the Rockets plus five and a half? Um, yeah, I mean, what Jay said, uh, it's a good spot for them, but I also just recent performance, uh, as well as full season performance in the last. 10 games, for instance, they're second in net rating at plus 10.7. But uh, yeah, I just think, and matchup wise, like I think they're going to own the boards. Uh, They're been playing great uh, in that department. They're first in defensive rebound rate. Uh, Dallas is 28th in defensive rebound rate over the past 10 games. Um, Lively is questionable. Uh, If he doesn't play, that's even better for that, the, the rebound angle. And their defense just matches up well with what the Mavs try to do. They shoot a lot of threes. The Rockets defend the three-point line really well. I think it's a great spot for the Rockets. There's also a couple couple trends here that I like. So fading the Mavs as home favorites since last season is 27-12-2 for a 30.8% ROI. Um, since Kyrie fading the Mavs as home favorites is 12-4, and four, 43.2% ROI. So just a little a little added trends bonus there, a little cherry on top for the spot. So so these games are going to matter for regular season purposes. So it's not like the teams that are eliminated have no reason, but they don't have mm-hmm. as much as the other team does. Uh, Houston is in to the end season tournament with a win. And we talked this out on the Monday episode about how we didn't necessarily want to bet Houston I did go ahead and add an Alvarez Shangoon MVP bet based off of the principle of in-season tournament MVP, based off of the principle of like, look, if the Rockets have a better chance of making it in than some of these other guys, then that inherently, like, if I get to a spot where if the Rockets do win tomorrow night and the Rockets do win the first quarterfinal game, and now I'm one game away from the finals with the Houston Rockets and I've got Alperin Shangoon at 40 to one when he's clearly their best player. I've got some opportunities at least to get some again on the other side, depending on what the number is. So I couldn't mm-hmm. ignore that. Uh, you will know the Jim Turvey, Turvey bets uh, did put a bet on Houston to win the tournament group. Those numbers are not widely available. If you can find one at your book, there was like a plus 194. It's effectively the money line, but you're actually mm-hmm. getting better value on them to win the group for some reason, even though that should not be the case. If you do have a book that's like lazy and hanging out a number for them to win the group, 
that's what you're betting here. You're betting Houston win the win this game and they win the they win the uh, the group here. If they lose, okay. So if they lose now, uh, New Orleans is in, and so that's like the play here is is that should kind of if you I'll say this too. If you think Dallas get wins this game, then you should probably have a Zion Williamson ticket for MVP. Mm-hmm. Like, however you feel about Rockets Mavericks, ride with us, fade us. You have an in-season tournament bet that you can make. Either Alvin Shangoon or Zion Williamson, one of those two guys is going to be one of the, the final eight best players on their team in the in-season tournament, and you should consider that going forward. Um, can I jump in here? So yeah. that Sengun bet is, I love that, the the MVP. You guys talked about that last night. That's awesome. He's, real quick, he is 19th in EPM right now, a stat that I know you like a lot, and 9th in BPM, which uh, are definitely indicative of uh, MVP success. So why not in-season MVP, right? So yeah, it's, basically and, like, it's, it's basically like, look, if Houston wins three games in a row, it's unlikely that Houston wins three games in a row with Jalen Green being better than than mm-hmm. Alperen Sengun, Fred Van Vliet being better yeah. than Alperen Sengun, Dylan Brooks being. Don't get me wrong, Dylan Brooks winning in season tournament <laughs> finals MVP would be fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, but it does seem a little <laughs> unlikely. And if you get to the final game, right? If you get to the final game, and whatever reason you think Houston's going to win, you can go ahead and bet those other guys too, because again, you'll have a forty to one ticket. If you think Houston wins this game, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I uh, we did uh, Pels in the uh, in-season tournament pod that we we were on. Yep. Um, I I really do like the money line here, but I personally have a Pelicans uh, group bet, and I'm trying to mm. thread the needle here with the the spread and hit both. <laughs> I would not blame you to hedge out. Uh, we talked about some hedge opportunities in that podcast, but um, yeah. I'm just trying to thread a, thread a needle here with the uh, spread for Houston and hope Dallas wins. Um, one more note on this game, because I, I Jay's giving you the reason for the, the Rockets and Andrew's giving you for the re- reason for the Rockets. I have this power rated as a reason to bet the Rockets, but I will say here's the other thing for me is that Dallas's win profile is they don't beat good teams. That's who they've been this season. Uh, they are two and three straight up NATS versus teams over 500. Here's the rundown. They got their tails kicked in by the Maverick or by the Nuggets in Denver. Um, they lost, they beat the Magic after going down by like 20 when the Magic were without mm. two starters, Fultz and Wendell Carter Jr., and hadn't figured themselves out yet. Uh, they lost to the Bucks. They lost to the Kings. And they barely, Barely beat the Los Angeles Lakers um, in LA, which I don't know how good of a win that is, but any team that has had a pulse has given the Mavericks trouble. And so that makes me want to take the spread here as well. Um, finally, like just as an overall thing here, and I've said this on a couple of the podcasts, and I do think it's it's relevant. Favorites in the in-season tournament have not done well. Uh, they've done well against uh, straight up. They've won 67% of the time, but they are just 19, 32, and one for 37% against the spread. Dogs have been like, this is actually a very big reversal from what we see the rest of the time in the regular season, which is if you take out just the tournament, I look, I did this because I'm a freak. If you take out just the tournament games, teams that cover as dogs win outright. They don't in the tournament, but also if you're a favorite, you tend to to cover a little, and you win the game. You cover, not so in the tournament. the ter- The favorites are winning at a high clip, 
not necessarily higher than overall, but they're also not covering at a substantially lower rate. So uh, dogs are a pretty good play here. Atlanta is the same kind of deal here for me where, look, that, that game is going to be, I think, pretty um, contentious because if you look at it, Cleveland and Atlanta, I'm not going to run down all the scenarios. Atlanta gets in with a Knicks loss. Please do, um, man. Let's play convince me here on the show. Like, like run down the scenarios. I want to know. Because right. I think the whole thing is like a brain, like, you know what I'm saying? It yeah, really gets your easy. brain going. This is extremely my shit. Uh, <laughs> the Hawks need a win, a Knicks loss, a Miami loss, a Boston loss, a That's Brooklyn nice. loss, and they got to win tiebreaker. So, like, Atlanta needs to win this, and they need to win big. Cleveland gets the wild card if they win, and the Knicks lose, and the Heat lose, and the Celtics lose, and the Nets lose. Or, or if Cleveland wins and they get tiebreaker. Cleveland, if they do win this game, wins it by margin. But I do have this power rated with the Hawks being inside the number. I haven't liked how Cleveland's played in general. They just haven't been able to get there. Now, maybe they smash them. I will say the Hawks have played pretty well as of late. They're actually up to the number one offense schedule adjusted over dunks and threes. That surprised me. Trey Young's up to 37% three-point shooting. That surprised me because he was shooting terrible to start the season. So they're a little under the radar. I don't necessarily know that they're good, but I'm willing to go ahead and take them on the spread here. Not a lot I want to do with them from a a tournament perspective because, like I said, a lot of stuff's going to go their way. They got to win out, and they got to edge out a bunch of teams here. Um, So that's the two of those best bets. I've also got a best bet. I'm going to wait. I need Jimmy Butler to play in that game tomorrow night between the Miami Heat and um, the Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks. Um, That's obviously like, look, I'm kind of tempted to take Heat plus three just based off the fact that they've had their number and I don't think the Bucks are very good. And and the the Heat are at home. Uh, I like the over a lot better. It's only 226. Heat offense has been cooking a little bit lately, and that Bucks defense is trash. Like this number is projected as like the Bucks defense is is still relatively good. It's bad. Jay, you got thoughts on this one? Um, honestly, I mean, I think that Butler plays. Obviously, they lost earlier to the uh to the Milwaukee Bucks up there in Milwaukee. Um, it just kind of feels like the Bucks they do want to win this tournament. I heard Dames uh kind of talking about it a few times that that they really want to win it. So. I was kind of looking towards the Bucks, but honestly, I, this is this is like a coin flip type of game. I could see it going either way. I do know the Heat first game back at the house after after uh, after a long road trip here. But if I had to play it, like if I had a free bet on it, I'd be taking the Bucks um, to win. I'd wait for Butler to get ruled in, wait for the spread to go down. But um, even though their defense is ass, I do feel like they have uh, um, they have a different level when it comes to the offense, in my opinion. Like you can't just stop Giannis anymore. That's it's always been the Heat's thing against the Bucks. We we know how to stop Giannis okay well now you got to stop Lillard as well and I don't think that Lowry can do that and obviously these are the type of spots where they could really miss uh Tyler Hero as well being their secondary ball handler so um I could I heavily lean towards the books in this game it doesn't look like uh these two teams are in a very good spot it depends on like so the Milwaukee is the Bucks need a, a win um and they clinch or mm-hmm. They can so, win if the Knicks also win, and then there's a three-way tie, and then they could be win with tiebreaker because the Bucks have a huge tiebreaker on point diff at plus thirty-nine. This is confusing. It should be. This thing is very confusing. <laughs> and at the end of the night, we'll be able to kind of see what it looks like. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, 
It's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Buckets is presented by BetMGM. Use bonus code ACTION when signing up to get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet loses. For new users in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. One more I wanted to talk about here. Um, I did want to, <laughs> I really want to bet OKC in Minnesota because I think it's going to be an absolute banger of a game, but neither team is likely to make the tournament. They have to have like a mm-hmm. bunch of shit go their way. And it's unlikely that that happens, which is, again, a real bummer because I, you know, OKC is out. Minnesota needs to win and they need to get tiebreaker over any other team with a 3-1 and there's some tough ones in there. The other one I did want to talk about, though, we we mentioned this on the Monday pod, is Chicago-Boston. So the line came out and we we wanted to wait for what the line looked like. The look-ahead line on this, there was actually a look-ahead on these tournament games and it was nine. It popped Mm -hmm. at 12 which is, to me, indicative not only of the power rating differential, but also that they're aware the Celtics have to absolutely smack this game to get in. <laughs> this is the one where the Celtics need to win by a shit ton. Um, the Celtics situation is they need a win, a Brooklyn win, and then Boston wins tiebreaker over Orlando and Brooklyn as long as they can get the tiebreaker up there. Um, Orlando is plus 22. Boston is zero. So, Orlando's done. They're already they're like they don't have any more games to play. If Boston wins and Brooklyn wins, those three finish three and one. The Nets are plus eight. The Celtics have to not only outdo the Magic, which they're twenty two points behind in tiebreaker, but also the Nets, who they are eight points behind in tiebreaker. So, if the Nets win by thirty one, <laughs> the Celtics have to win by thirty two. Um, Jason Tatum said comments today. So he didn't like the, he didn't like the tiebreaker being point mm-hmm. differential that at the end of the game, you shouldn't be going for it. You should have respect for your, for the game and your opponent to which I would say, what's your suggestion for tiebreaker then? Because guess what? Um, it, there is actually point differential does matter in playoffs. If you get down enough tiebreakers, you just have more games to kind of figure it out again. It's like, did you, would you rather do a coin flip for $500,000? Jason, probably not <laughs> flip. Uh, coin. So the Celtics need to smack. Now, what was interesting is when I started looking this game up, um, I found this weird thing. When the Celtics have won by 15 or more in the last, like la- going back to last season in the Missoula era, when they've won under Maz by 15 or more, they've held opponents under their team total in 20 of the 23. That's 20 and 3 on the opponent team total over. They've gone over in 18 of the 23 on their own win total or team total. So Boston has outscored its team total in 18 of 23. They've held the opponent under 
in 20 of 23. The average margin is a absolutely ridiculous 127 to 102. So when the Celtics do win, they win by a shit ton. Now, Drew Holiday's questionable. Derek White's sick, mm-hmm. and he's questionable as well. They got a lot of motivation, though, to hit this. This is $500,000 on the line because the Celtics are going to be favored if they get into this. It's why we told you to bet Celtics to win the tournament last night. We, had, we found a 34 to 1. That thing's down to like 10 to 1 in the market. It's still really good value based off of the likelihood that they're going to absolutely kill the Bulls here. What I wound up betting on this, and you can find it in the app, I took a parlay, a same game, Celtics over 119.5, Bulls under 106.5. That's well below what, what, or below above rather, what the Bulls average in losses. And I got that at three to one. Uh, I also took an under 97.5 on the Bulls. That one I got at plus 175. So that's how I played that game. Um, This is a lot to try and take in. The long story short is my initial read was, oh, the Celtics are going to kill them. I'll just take like Celtics to score a lot. But it turns out that when the Celtics actually win by margin, they do it with defense a little bit more than they do with offense. Hey, uh, Andrew, what do you guys you follow up on that? Yeah, no, I love that, that, that look, that angle. Um, I was looking at a team total over with the Celtics, just pretty boring team total over but i think the like i think i love that same game parlay the the bulls are just four and 14 to the over the team total over um on the season so i mean even if they didn't have that even if you didn't tell me that stat i would already be kind of looking to that that angle um and then just the fact that they need to score i mean unless jason tatum decides that he respects his opponent more than their ability to move on to the next round um then yeah they, they should just keep scoring and scoring. The Bulls are, I mean, they're, I don't know. I don't know what to say about the Bulls that hasn't been said already, man. Um, but, I, you know, I, I, I came say, up here. I yeah. will say, like, the most NBA thing possible here is for the Bulls yeah. to win this fucking game outright. Like, I'm literally looking at, like, yeah, maybe I should yeah. just go ahead and take the Bulls on the money line for, like, a really tiny, small amount just in case I get that screwed by this. Jay, what do you think about this? Um, I don't like the Tatum comments. I'll tell you that right now. Um, yeah. It kind of just shows to me. I mean, and the Celtics have their eyes on the actual championship. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not really gonna right. get into the money, but I mean, these guys make five hundred thousand like every two weeks or something. You know what I'm saying? Him, him, Jalen Brown, guys like Drew Holiday, guys are making five hundred thousand like it's nobody's business. So, um, I just feel like the the money's not the incentive for the Celtics. They don't have Porzingis. Porzingis. Um, if I feel like like this, if Drew Holiday, uh, whether he plays or not, will really be indicative of how much the Celtics care about this game it's really that simple um, in my opinion but the Bulls I'm never looking to bet the Bulls they're on the hell no list obviously Levin, I mean this team has all type of things going on I'm not even sure in this particular spot could they muster something up um, and possibly cover a spread so if it was any other team I'd definitely be going contrarian and taking the points but um, I can't do it with this Bulls team I just I can't So final kind of note here, both the Celtics and Nets play at the same time. They both tip at 730 Eastern. Um, the Nets get in with a win and a Boston loss. So if the Celtics, um, how can I put this? <laughs> Elect uh, to engage with less effort than one might think in this particular situation in the event that they don't wish for a Vegas vacation. If that were to happen, or that, like, let's just say they just get caught, right? Like, I mean, the Celtics wanted to win game seven versus the Heat. 
and got absolutely annihilated. If that happens and they're hit down huge, Brooklyn might put the Jets on in the fourth quarter because mm-hmm. they got a legitimate chance of getting in there. Um, okay. Brooklyn gets the wild card with a win, a Cleveland loss to the Hawks, a Knicks again. The Knicks losing is actually kind of like a big deal here. Um, That's not happening, man. And they're playing the Hornets. It's not happening. Without LaMelo. Without LaMelo. So, yeah. Uh, Not looking good for those teams that need a Knicks loss. Um, We'll see how it shakes out. I will tell you that there's going to be – there will be brackets. So, we're going to have some content built off of, like, how to look at the bracket and how to bet it. You can find that in the Action Network app. Um, We'll talk about it on Buckets as well when we get closer to the tournament, which starts uh, Monday. This coming Monday, uh, I'll be in Vegas for the in-season tournament for the semifinals and finals rounds. I'm very excited to be in Vegas oh, and see take this me with you. Take, take me with you, man. <laughs> I need, I need it. I need, you can hit, you, you can hit the books, and I'll, I'll go cover the games. Uh, all right, let's gotta do it. You can follow Andrew O'Connor Watts on Twitter and in the Action Network app, AOW13. You can follow Jay in the Action Network app at Jmoney is money. Uh, Andrew is, I'm sorry, AOW Watts. Yeah, AO Watts. AO Watts. There we go. AO Watts. (laughs) On Twitter and the Action Network app. Thanks for joining us. My thanks to David Payne, our producer, as well as our crack video team, putting this up on YouTube, youtube.com slash the Action Network. We'll see you guys again tomorrow. Until then, let's get buckets. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.